Ladies and gentlemen, I, again, changed the name of the podcast. There's too many podcasts with the name Health and Wealth and Wellness and Wellness and Health. And I think the only thing that's going to remain constant in my life, other than the love for my family, is my name. So, for now on, it is the Dr. Buscemi, no, the Dr. Vincent Buscemi podcast. It's not going to change anymore. Welcome to the Dr. Vincent Buscemi podcast. All things self-improvement. All the content is the same. If you're a dentist, if you're a doctor, if you're a professional of anything, you're just a person trying to improve themselves, this is a place to be. I just talked to a really nice young man named Levi Limer. I really thought his name was an alias because it seems like a cartoon character. This dude's only 22. And he's smarter than you. And he's smarter than me. And for some reason... He has the ability to think independently, which I like just developed at the age of 36. I'm envious of this kid. If I was 22 and thought the way he did, I would be leaps and bounds above where I am now. Levi, I know you're listening. You're a great guy. Also, Levi works for Dr. Kevin Reese, who was on this podcast maybe a month ago. Kevin Reese is a holistic non-medical doctor out in Connecticut changing people's lives. Levi, you're the man. Anyone listening, you're going to love this podcast. It's really all about how to think independently and how to leave mainstream status quo thinking and just improve your life. Levi, talk to you soon. Everyone, you're going to love this episode. I cut the intros after I listened to it. So I always start with the question is, how did you get started in this health space, especially only being 22 years old and having to amass the amount of knowledge that you have? What's your origin story? I started way back when I went to the medical doctor and they basically gave me a pill for a gut problem. I went in for a gut problem. I, I told them straight out front, I, I know something's happening with my intestines. I can feel it. You know, it's, they didn't ask me anything about my lifestyle, the foods I ate what I did for working out or uh, nothing about lifestyle, nothing. And I didn't feel confident whatsoever with them. So I left them. I, I didn't want, they gave me a boost per own pill and, and, you know, obviously drugs are just a maintenance thing. But I, at the time I'm just like, this is just not going to get to the root cause. I want the root cause. I want the, I don't know what's going on, but I'm going to find and search that. So I, I went on Instagram a lot. Uh, I mean, I wasn't intentionally like researching, um, but I would keep my eyes open for anything that's really for my situation, IBS or IBD or whatever you want to call it. I, I didn't have a diagnosis, but I found this page from my ex-girlfriend my ex-girlfriend had showed me this one it's called freedom fraction and that got really banned on all platforms they're, they're on telegram now only and that page led me to project knowledge on instagram they're pretty huge right now and that page led me to ryan alexander and his personal page and ryan he's really sucked me in with all of the emf and the 
electromag well the electromagnetic uh, frequencies and radiation that could possibly be damaging us and and all that stuff so I, he, it seemed like he knew a lot about what was going on there and he also had like conspiracy stuff so i was at the time and uh, just they say getting out of babylon <laughs> um but it, it really all sucked me in and i didn't really understand that he had a a health channel called Wallach's Warriors, and I was pulled into that. I, I listened to his, he has Q and A's on his story, so he'll post a question sticker and then he'll answer them. He, he has like probably twenty slides at least a day on his story, just answering away. And IBS came up one time, and so he was he was telling me basically to. He's telling us, you know, the people with IBD or IBS to quit all the 12 bad foods is what they, he, he is his list, but Dr. E simplifies it to pour four, which sounds a lot better. But anyway, I quit all those bad foods. I quit the wheat, barley, rye, oats, quinoa, buckwheat, uh, oil in a bottle, carbonated drinks, meat with nitrates, nitrate, all that stuff, all the fake food basically. And took all the 90 essential nutrients, which was his second recommendation to rebuild the all the intestinal villi. I, my power just had a weird flicker. Everything's good? Yeah, the, the FBI knows you're talking poorly about them and the CIA, so they try to cut your power out. <laughs> <laughs> that was so weird. <laughs> yeah, it's been a little bit rainy over here, but yeah, anyway, I was... I applied everything to my life and he said it would take about three months. You know, I don't really expect too much with a, with a free protocol online, but I, I applied it. Um, cause before I, I even met anything, met his Instagram page and everything. I, I, I applied just going organic. I, I just went organic. I didn't cut out any wheat barley, right? Oh, it's or anything like that, but just going organic. I lost like 40 pounds or something. It was crazy. And there's so many different results, you know, more clear headedness and, and all that stuff. Just cutting out processed food just in general is, can produce so many results. But uh, I applied this new stuff and just a world of change. I remember going to work and uh, just getting a little personal. I, I used to go to the bathroom like so many times. I would have to go to the bathroom after I went to the bathroom just to, to rewipe. But it's it's it was very annoying, and it was uh, I, I could go into individual symptoms and stuff like that. It, it's just at when I was like nineteen years old at the time, or yeah, just just suffering with these problems, and I had back pain. I had just chronic anxiety, depression, just, it was a lot more. And the first three months were incredible. I mean, the first month alone, I just, the, the placebo effect, it, just itself, I'm going in the right direction. You know, I feel great. I, I, I'm getting all the nutrients I need. And it gave me so much energy. So I, I obviously had to like tell everybody around me, you know, and I'm just, I'm, I'm getting these results on the, 
in real time and everything and i'm still today it's the healing journey is a long time i mean after i mean it's years of eating poorly can it, it takes time but, absolutely let me yeah. back you up real quick though because you're 22 years old now how old were you when you went to the doctor and he gave you the pill to help your ibs Probably like 18. Yeah, it was definitely 18. So when I was 18, I was like just learning how to tie my shoes. How at 18 are you able to be independently thinking or independently minded enough to not follow an authority figure's rules? I guess it kind of just started way before that um I don't know if you want to say rebelling against parents and stuff like that, because I guess that's my major authority figure. But I, I when I was young, when I was in high school, I, I was smoking weed. I was going against uh, the parents' wishes. And I, I wasn't one of those that would be partying and stuff like that. I've been to some parties and whatever, but I, I would never. I, I've always been pretty responsible with myself, but, you know, it, it did take a turn when I was eating very poorly and, and all that stuff, obviously. But I, I guess just not, I don't know. It's always just been that I, I haven't really trusted the the mainstream narrative and the mainstream programming with my parents. It's always just kind of been with me. And I don't know. I, I really, I was put, I, I guess I was put through Boy Scouts Um I'm not sure if you're very familiar with what they do, but they do tr teach a lot of independence type of things. I think that really did help me and expand my ways of coping with certain things because it, there is this, you know, there's week long camps and it really tests you. I mean, I, I was such a, you know, confined to my home and just only doing that. But, um, I don't know. So I, it's, it's hard to really pinpoint. The yeah. Exact. At any point, were you nervous going against this doctor's recommendation? Oh, uh, no, I, I didn't. Okay. It, it was kind of actually, yeah, it was kind of nervous just because I didn't really know what direction I'm going to take or if I can even heal or um, it, really, I mean, it, I just started going on Instagram and these people are telling me to eat organic and, just eat clean and I started getting results. I started taking shilajit pills and Sema uh, stuff and I, I got some of a result with that. So I, I knew there was a lot of uh, good results with the holistic world and just, I, I, you know, people see all these like motivational posts on Instagram and all these matrix posts and whatever. And so um, a lot of, my distrust in the medical system came from my, my friend showed me this one video and about how the, the banking elite rules the world and everything. So I'm, I'm just like, okay, th this is some serious evidence here. And, but, uh, I don't know if you've ever heard, uh, this is kind of a weird place to get home, but, uh, that, you know, I, I got into that stuff and I didn't trust the mainstream narrative of health. And they, I, I was like, this is the only thing I got. So I, I went and, you know, that's the only thing that they had for me was pills. And I was just like, 
all right, I'm ready to change my life. I'm ready to change the way I eat, the way I talk to my parents and the way I treat myself. And it really, I mean, my relationship with my parents changed. My relationship with myself changed. It was the most important thing that's ever happened to me. And because I used to be so just self-sabotage and, um, yeah, I, I yeah. had bad eating habits all changed. So as you're going against mainstream medical advice and you're out in the wild, wild west of holistic medicine, because online is insane. People tell you to like eat an onion and rub it on your foot and you'll cure your high blood pressure. How are you verifying that the information you're learning from people on Instagram is actually truthful and will help your health? That was actually the biggest, I mean, biggest thing for me. I guess I, I, I wasn't one of those guys that landed into so many different Instagrams and ideologies and all that stuff. But it, it when I hit the Wallach's Warriors account and Ryan Alexander, I, I, he sucked me in. And he was saying how he bases everything he does off of results. Like the in the holistic world, we need to get results with people. We make, he, he was saying, we make money when people are healthy. And the medical system, medical monopoly, however you want to put it, they make money when we're sick. And obviously, it's like a double whammy on your end. You know, you, you get, uh... so that really connected with me. And the, the, just how honest of a guy he was and, and everything, it just, he really stood out. And, and same thing with uh, the first guy that I, had connected to the organic guy, go organic guy and everything that that was uh, Shane truth vibes or connecting consciousness on Instagram. He, uh, I really, I guess I got lucky. I don't know. I, I it was kind of just a, I think a divine intervention. It was really just, I, my, my ex-girlfriend had shown me that page. I it eventually went down the line and I got to Ryan and, I mean, it's just been such a journey, and, and that was when I was about seventeen. So it's uh, the timeline has been about four years. That's that's crazy how long to, <laughs> how long that it seems like it's all so fast. And because you know, most seventeen back. year olds are, are like trying to like see girls naked, and you're trying to fix your health, which is amazing. So give me the foundation yeah. philosophy of the Wallach's Warriors, because I don't know anything about this. Okay, so it's kind of just like what Dr. Reese does. Um, I, I haven't watched the podcast with you two. I've seen all the clips, obviously. But um, <clears throat> basically, yeah, he takes it. He, he gives free protocols. He's. I don't really – that's the one thing. That's why I switched. I, I didn't really like the, the free protocol thing. It's it's really hard to run a business. And every, but anyway, he had protocols for IBS. Proto, I mean – you would listen to the, the Q and A's and he would basically say his take on it. And so the gist is to quit the bad foods, take all 90 essential nutrients. There's more, uh, obviously we, we want to send you, uh, what, this is what I did for a while too. Cause I eventually followed his footsteps and I, you know, we'd have you send us a questionnaire and, or excuse me, my, monitors just went on again for some reason um weird anyway we would send you a questionnaire if you reach out to us 
and we would do everything in the chat. We would just, if you have depression, bipolar, bipolar, I mean, anything, 900 symptoms, you name it. I mean, we have a solution for it. So I'd, we did it all in the chat and yeah, it was, I liked the style that he, he brought. It was, it was something different. And I mean, he was doing the Q and A's and answering people's questions, giving his honest answer and, um, really connected with everything again it was i knew it was just totally different from what everybody else was doing and and i put some so, of my questions you know yeah this is dr wallach or this is ryan doing this ryan ryan because but what is dr wall i guess like everyone has like their own philosophy on health what is dr wallach's okay yeah, it was basically like Ryan's mentor is Dr. Wallach and Dr. Wallach. Okay. Was, yeah. So he, yeah, basically the same thing. Take all 90 essential nutrients. Um, you need them. So for basic maintenance or repair and yeah. Uh, can he, we he's, get these, go ahead. Can we get these 90 essential nutrients from food? No, it's impossible. It's impossible. Oh, so even if like you eat like the perfect diet with real foods and you still can't get the 90 essential nutrients. Yeah, that's a, that's actually his big message, his big philosophy, if you want to say it. But he's, you know, it's no matter what diet you eat, yeah, it's impossible just because nu nutritional minerals are like a gold mine. Like gold is only over here and over there and same with silver. Same with nutritional minerals, selenium's over here, over there. It's impossible to get all 60 essential minerals in the, the same crop field. So they basically in the company, they took all of that and put it into a one product and they put, it's, it's humic shale, but it's a good source that's not polluted. And they take 78 pounds of it and combine it into one bottle. So it's a lot more concentrated than CMOS because you hear CMOS and people say Celtic sea salt has, you know, all the essential minerals. It's just like, it's just not enough. You, you need so you need a lot more. So how did humans live before if they weren't getting these, is it 90 essential nutrients? Yeah. Yeah. So they, we got it from wood ash and people would supplement their food. Like people say like supplementing is, is a new thing. Well, it's, it's actually like just super old. I mean, it, for thousands of years, people were putting wood ash in their gardens and supplementing the food that way. All, wood ash would have all the nutrients that you do need all the minerals because trees reach down really deep into the earth compared to, I mean, any other plant out there. I mean, and today we only use NPK, nitrogen, phosphorus, potassium for fertilizer, even in organic fields. I worked on an organic garden, uh, organic farm for a while. And yeah, that's all I use NPK. It's organic and everything, but it's only three of the 60 trace minerals that you need on a daily basis. So we're really massively, the, the, <clears throat> the tilling of the soil constantly. I mean, grinding the soil up and destroying the network of roots. 
it's another big thing using pesticides herbicides that, uh, that, that kills all of the bacteria in the soil that basically pre-digest all of the minerals that are in the, the rocks and for the plant so it kills off all the bacteria then your the plants really can't suck up that much minerals so this all basically started happening when modern electricity happened and you know dams come up blocking rivers rivers are were what uh spread all the minerals out basically and the farmers would rake the silt into their fields giving their you know you, you have minerals up in the mountains in canada they're coming down and minerals are just really concentrated in river water and it would spread out and yeah so when we dammed up rivers we don't get that flooding anymore and that's also just a massive massive problem mineral deficiency is probably i mean one of the top tier problems as a society that we have what are the other top tier problems I'd say the system that's governing it, really, the medical monopoly that's fueling the, the whole sickness. The Yeah, I mean, when it comes down to it, it's the people that are in, in charge, the corporatocracy behind the United States government, the people that are pulling the strings above. And what about like nutritionally? So if mineral is a problem, is it like we eat too much sugar, carbs? What else are you finding maybe even your clients? When they're coming to you, what are they doing wrong health-wise? Definitely eating wrong, eating the poor for foods. Yeah, that's, yeah. If we're saying health, like, on that level, yeah, it's uh, people eating junk food, people not being able to realize that they actually have the ability to heal themselves. I mean, I, I th this is a big thing, and a big part of my job is giving people hope that they can actually turn everything around. It's they're left in a hopelessness world. And because the medical monopoly system told them that they, that their system, that their disease is, well, this ease, as Dr. Reese says, is um, genetic. You know, it's, it's something that you were just born with. And it's, that's what I was told too. It could be genetic. Well, they, they didn't have a exact root cause or something. And, so um, they're left with just a bad mind. And I, I think that a lot of people get just wrapped up in it. I mean, uh, my own family, I see get wrapped up in it. Oh, it's just something I'm going to have and I got to take this pill. And yeah, it's a, it's, that's probably the biggest problem. I mean, the nutrition is the biggest physical thing, but yeah, just the, the nocebo effect when it comes to the medical, like this, this doesn't work. This holistic stuff doesn't work. It's uh, vitamins and minerals can't cure anything or, yeah. So are we also vitamin deficient? Are there like people don't get enough vitamin D or C or that you see in your clients? Yeah. Yeah. It's actually pretty difficult to have, I mean, all of your vitamins and amino acids every single day and, you know, water soluble versus fat soluble nutrients and, Water soluble nutrients you need all the time. It seems like basically, I mean, morning and evening. But I do see that it, a lot of people are going to be because if the soil is depleted of minerals, 
and the plants are depleted of minerals. When a plant doesn't have all the minerals it needs, it can't make the vitamins and amino acids. Same thing goes with, uh, yeah. I do want to say the same thing happens with animals, but I'm not too educated with animals and biomagnification or whatever. But um, yeah, it's it's very difficult to get all of your vitamins, amino acids, minerals, all that from food. It, w- it would just, you would need to eat a lot of food because there's just not a lot of vitamins in there. But... There are very rich sources. Eggs are a superfood. I mean, tons of fatty nutrients, lots of omega fatty acids. Yeah, uh, eggs. Some people do very good on. I don't. It sucks. I recognize that I was intolerant to eggs. So, <laughs> to know, the yolk and and the whole egg, the yolk and the white, you're intolerant to. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I took a food allergy tests is what they call it, but allergies and intolerances are totally different. And I, I, it marked a high for eggs and medium for wheat, which I was very you know shocked at. So I, I just recently, probably within the past month have quit. Uh, yeah. About a month I've, I've quit eggs. It does suck because I, I do recognize some changes, you know, and, um, It gave me good energy, but it also, I feel like, I just really feel like it did something with my digestion that I just uh, was confused about. So what does your diet look like now? I'm actually a really basic eater. I, I don't really cook. I, I used, like, when I was eating organic and stuff, I, I would eat a lot of vegetables, and but I was using wheat pasta which wasn't great, but now I eat a lot of beef, beef, avocados, grapes, blueberries are my favorite, raspberries, a lot of water, salt. I recognize salt is what really got me out of ADHD. I was also on top of all the gut problems. Yeah, I had a focus problem. Reading, reading was very difficult for me, but it's... A lot better. So you increased your salt intake and your ADHD symptoms reduced? Yeah, a lot of people, I mean, for the most part, it's going to be a blood sugar problem. But blood sugar problems can be also rooted within dehydration. So it's it's really, that's why we have the discovery analysis at the, the clinic, you know, just because it's it, it can get really confusing really quick, like what we were talking about, you know. Who's right here, you know, but it needs, we need to get down to the root cause. And yeah, I, I, ADHD for me, I saw that, you know, I was avoiding the wheat. I was on all 90 essential nutrients, but if, if you don't got enough salt, uh, this is what uh, Dr. Wallach and Ryan were talking about and, and getting enough salt. If you don't have enough salt, it's the main electrolyte that. Let's nutrients into your body and your all your cells and stuff like that. So it's it can really have just such a massive impact. And yeah, I, I now I just like eat Celtic salt. That's that's my favorite way of getting it. And you salt it. your foods, or you put it like in your water. Both. I salt. Yeah. Ideally, I would want to salt my my regular drinking water, but I I have like a concentrated. I, I put three heaping tablespoons in there 
And they say that, uh, well, Darsha Walk, you know, just kind of like a farm. The the pig, the horse, the cow is, is going to lick the salt block as much as it wants. And there's nobody out there saying, you know, telling the pigs not to. Only, only five licks today, you know. So at so. any point, did you get like diarrhea from too much salt in your water in the beginning? Yeah, actually, it's what they call the salt flush. And Ryan actually made up the the three heaping tablespoons. Usually it's just one heaping tablespoon. But he recognized that in his own, he used to have a store in Windsor, Ontario. And some people, he was talking about this on his podcast, would drink like tons. I mean, like 14 tablespoons of salt in one time. It's crazy. Some people can just, are just massively deficient. And I was uh, one of those people. And if you're deficient, if you're very deficient in it, yeah, you can have diarrhea for a while. And that's why I only do it. Or that's only why I would do it back then, you know, every other day, because it's just a, having diarrhea every single day, obviously, is pretty annoying. So you're so if you are deficient in salt, do you get diarrhea from drinking salt water? Or you drink so much salt to make it the deficiency, and that gives you diarrhea? So um, this is something that I do question myself a little bit. But I've recognized that when I am doing the salt flush and um, when I do need salt and stuff, if that happens, I feel a lot better than when I, you know, was not going through that. But when you are having diarrhea, obviously, you just need a lot of water too. Doing the salt flush requires a lot of water. You know, it, otherwise, you're just going to be like, yeah, throwing up or something. And that, that is so the reaction. Is the purpose, is the purpose of the salt flush to like, like a cleanse, or like you just incidentally getting diarrhea because you have too much salt in your intestines? It's more to cap up on salt because ma- people are just massively deficient in salt and don't realize how much salt they they actually need because it's just such a. I mean, it goes way back to the Roman times with the. Just the root word, salary, salt pay. Soldiers are paid in salt because if you raided a village and they didn't have enough salt, they couldn't digest the food, so it would be like pointless in raiding that. So, they, um, yeah, it's it's more capping up, and people just need a lot of it. And But is the actual yeah. salt causing the diarrhea, or what's causing the diarrhea? It's a very good question. It's, I don't know what the reaction, it, it just it happened. You, you take a lot of salt. It's a shock to the body. Okay. Yeah. It could, because it's the body's main electrolyte. And so it's, it's like the spark plugs. So that's what we do in the, the clinics discovery. Uh, I don't recommend anybody just doing the salt flush. I mean, it, it, it requires, I mean, it, you do need guidance and we, we do have videos and certain certain protocol with it. So it's, yeah. 
we, we always like to test stomach acid. It's also very important for digestion just to have, uh, because salt, uh, sodium chloride is the main component with for, for your stomach chief cells to produce hydrochloric acid to digest food properly. And a lot of people okay. can't digest food properly. And a lot of people that come from the eating healthy world, the eating organic world, don't salt their food. Like the, the people, it's ironic, you know, the people that are eating processed food are probably capped up in salt because there's tons of salt added to processed food. And that's, that's what makes people really addicted to potato chips and stuff like that. Cause it's just, you know, it's coated with salt. All the different McDonald's and yeah. It's addicting for sure. I'm telling you, when I eat real food compared to processed food, my brain just lights up. And I talked about this on the podcast before with any type of refined carbohydrate. I was talking to Lisa Wiedemann. She's uh, called the Carnivore Doctor on Instagram. I don't know if you follow her or not. But we were talking about carbohydrates. And I feel like some people's brains, when you eat processed sugar, I know there's no evidence supporting addiction to sugar but i swear to god when i eat sugar it my brain goes crazy i like want i cannot stop eating the sugar i'd have to say it's yeah i i've cut it off i've cut off processed sugar and i feel like some people do crave a lot of it just because of their nutrient deficiencies well one of them the salt you know if you're if you're craving salt a lot uh, it could be yeah, you know, like uh, it's kind of like cribbing in animals, where uh, a horse will—if you don't give it a salt block—it'll start chewing on the the wood of the stall. And so, for humans, it's you know, for babies, they don't really know what's what food and what's not food, so they'll chew on paper or something. Or there's some pregnant woman that uh, they're massively deficient, and you know, they're trying to build a baby, and they're—I've heard people eat light bulbs, uh, dirt, light bulbs, feces some weird stuff <laughs> wait there's pregnant yeah, people know. Eating, eating poop why is a pregnant I, person I have... eating <laughs> they're just deficient in minerals it's oh my god yeah so i i don't know i've heard a lot of it might have not been as weird as poop but <laughs> I'm, oh I'm my god but uh it's but it's really weird you know people create weird things yeah, never in my life. I've, I've fasted up to like 40 hours before and not once did poop enter my brain where I got to eat some poop. <laughs> yeah, I, fasting is a wonderful experience. How, how did that go for you? Uh, it was, I don't know when it was. It was no problem. I worked up to it though. So I probably fast on average 20, 20 hours a day. I do kind of one meal a day. I have a 20-hour fasting. And if I eat low-carb and I stay pretty much ketosis, fasting for 20, 24 hours is no problem. And I feel so much better too. My brain works better when I work fasted than if I eat even a, like a meat-based breakfast. I'd have to strongly agree with that too. I, I operate so much better when I'm low lower-carb. Not completely off of carbs. When I'm intermittent fasting, because I, I fast now for until about 12, I eat at, right at 12, noon. 
in the day, so I, I don't eat during the morning. I do feel a lot more productive all around. And there's a time when I actually fasted for three days, just water fasting. And at this time, I was I was using nicotine and uh, a, a vape, but no coffee. Just kind of like a little background. I was not on any nutrients. I wasn't. You know, I was just taking a three day break from just eating junk food and all that stuff. I just had like such a divine intervention and just everything came to me. And like, it was, it was just so weird. Any, anything that was negative, no matter how negative it was, it was just like, I immediately conquered it. It was no effort whatsoever. One of the most, what do you mean? Beautiful. What do you mean? Everything that was negative, you conquered like during the fast, like mentally came in negative or what do you mean? Yeah. Yeah. It was anything that was just like, yeah, in general, just negative. Uh, I couldn't really pull up an example because it was just it was. It, I I did it probably when I was in tenth grade or something, tenth or eleventh grade, and I just remember it just hit me in in the middle of class. I was, I was just like, whoa, <laughs> you know, just just totally in the present moment. It it really just forced me to yeah, I guess be just in the present and just make the most out of everything. It was. It's something that I do want to do today, but. I don't necessarily agree with, you know, fasting for a long period of time without having, you know, nutrition. It can be dangerous for some people, especially with blood sugar problems and stuff. So, What prompted you to do a three-day fast when you're 16 years old? I just, I was sick of just digestion symptoms and sick of just... ADHD and stuff like that and and it was probably more when I was yeah it was actually like when I was 17 16 17 time flies anyway yeah I was just sick of feeling fat I was fat I was 220 pounds or something now now I'm 155 I do want to get muscle on but anyway I was yeah I really wanted to change up something and i'm like oh, i'll just try this challenge and see how it goes i didn't hear about it from anyone i was just like i just i, I want to stop eating and just you know reset something did you know what fasting was at the time i didn't really understand the benefits of it or but you heard of the idea know. actually i think i just thinking back i, I feel like i just it was kind of just my own idea. I just wanted to stop eating for a while. It might have been a depressing, a depression thing where I was like um, disappointed and just how much I weighed and being insecure about it and stuff. It was probably just why I stopped eating. But when I did, I lasted for about a week. Uh, I, I know I said three days, but um, I said three days because on the third day is when just everything. Just, it hit like it just like complete maturity, you know, just, it, it just hit me like that. It was just weird being in the present moment right there. Bam. Just happened right in the middle of class. Or, Would you agree that you're not like most 22 year olds? <laughs> I, I am on a whole different level, way different level than my friends. And I say that with a compliment. Yeah, I say that positively, not negatively. 
because I'm assuming this, what sparked you to not go to college? I, I knew out of, well, when I was in high school, I'm like, I just don't really know what I'm going to do. And I, I, I don't really have any lead. I was in te- actually tech. I was, I got my A plus certification in high school and I was just like, I, I don't What's really want to. Oh, A plus is basically the the beginner level of IT certifications, which IT, I don't really know what it stands for, but it's just basically basic technician. Uh, understanding is it information computers. technology? Just a basic computer knowledge, hardware, and some software stuff. And yeah, I, I didn't really want to get into that too much because I just had health problems. And I'm like, I, I just, I got to figure this out first if I want to help myself in any other place. It, it just made sense to me. I'm like, I got to, like, I got to change something. And I didn't want to go into college just because I, I felt, yeah, I just didn't know what I wanted to do. I would have went if I had a specific thing, but my parents were pushing me. I'm like, I don't want to spend all this money and and be in debt and not want to do it anymore. I think it really is a matrix that people get into. Like they, they get into all this debt and they want to get out of school and get out of their, what they're doing and do something else, but they can't because they're just so locked in all that money. Well, there's been two points in your life. One was disagreeing with a physician. The second was not following the mainstream and not going to college. You have this unique ability to be so young, but to be so independently thinking, which I barely have now at 36. Were there influences in your life other than being rebellious where you like gave yourself guidance to think so independently? It's a really great question because I don't really have my my parents weren't the influence online people honestly I I guess that's really where it came from back back then I don't know it was just kind of it's always just been around it's it's crazy like it just yeah it's thinking about it I my independent thinking, I guess. Stuff I don't really think about that much. Yeah. I, uh, well, it's not it's yeah. not common, I'll tell you. Um, most people you talk to, me included, um, we're sheep. We go with the flow. We do a status quo. And at 22, I would I like I would think you're an alien. Like I could I wouldn't be able to connect with you 14 years ago if we were the same age, cause I would, I would be blown away. You didn't pick college. I would be blown away that like you're doing your own independent thing. I'd be blown away. You're working with Kevin Reese, the your level of thinking now, maybe you don't know this is like leaps and bounds above your age group. And it just blows my mind that you're able to like, quote unquote, break free from the matrix when most people aren't. And I was curious what sparked that. I really appreciate that. Thank you. Um, yeah, I, I talked to, I'll answer the question, but I talked to anybody. I mean, it's hard to get along with people and, and actually truly relate with people at this such young of an age. I feel much older, but um, 
obviously I still got challenges and stuff and um, like everybody, it's, it's irrelevant, I guess. But anyway, I, I guess it was just my own. My, my parents always said I'm book smart, but I was always just, I, I conformed to the school and I conformed to doing the homework, but I guess it was always just being, I think it was really actually now that I dig deeper. I think it was just my, that I was to myself when I was young. I, I didn't really, I was a very, very introverted. I was very shy because of my health problems. And that's why I'm very actually grateful that I had health problems. I'm, I'm extremely thankful that I had the, the gut conditions that I had and because I wouldn't be doing the things that I'm doing if I didn't get their health results, you know, and flip my whole life around. And so I, I really think it was just myself and that I was, you know, just, yeah, healing and not being so involved with people that I, I just kind of, a lot of talking to myself and, Kevin calls it the inner child, but um, I didn't even know that at the time. Just really thinking things through and, and taking, I guess it was just a result of my health issues. <laughs> now that I, you know, that you asked. Yeah. Me. Have you read The Fountainhead by Ayn Rand? No. Okay. Read that book. You're, you're the main character. Read that book. I think I have it here. Yeah, what's it called? Fountainhead. Read this Thank book. You're the main character. Um, you're probably smarter than the main character. So you're a stud, man. Before we end this interview, I already prompted you before, but you got to answer a question for me. What is one takeaway you'd want the audience to have from this hour interview? I was in a very difficult health position. I was very confused about many things, how to be, deal with past traumas, how to deal with just everything going on. And it seemed like it was chaotic. And really, it's not like a one month thing that you, you just reverse everything and your life is all good. And every, it took years of development and I guess it's to be patient with yourself and to really work it out. And it does take research. It does take a lot of this stuff, but I, I really being patient with myself has been one of those things and, and just listening to the body, listening to what it needs, listening to what you need uh, and, and taking care of this stuff and taking massive action every single day. And to, to mean, if that means, you know, switching to the apple instead of the Hershey bar. So be it, you know, that that's baby steps are better than nothing. And for me, it started with making the bed, really disciplining myself to make the bed. <laughs> so make your bed. Yeah. So even small steps can be massive action in the context of your own life. That's like perfect advice. One last thing, tell people where they can find you, your Instagram and how they can work with you if they want to improve their health. Yeah, so you can reach out to me on my Instagram. It's the handle is at coach period Levi period Limer. 
and I'm also on TikTok and Facebook, but I mostly, I like to go on Instagram a lot and you can either text me. I actually have uh, the Peace Over Pain Clinic's home line, if you want to call it that. That's 860-494-2407. Or you can email us. Email You'll be really emailing me. And I'll reach back out to you at peaceoverpainclinic at gmail.com. Awesome. Well, I really appreciate your time. And we'll have to have you back on next time. Yeah, it was it was a very pleasure being on here and uh, getting to share my story because I haven't really done that so much. <laughs> awesome. You did amazing. I'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much. Again. Right, bye. <laughs>